Let's bring in Ryan Leaf to talk it out a little bit. A very, very interesting statement. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing fantastic, doing man. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. So explain this to us. Uh, it's Trey Lance by a mile. If all three, Lance, Donald, and Purdy, are healthy, it's a no-brainer. Why Now, because now, I know plenty would think that, it, that it's not a no-brainer. Why do you think it is? I, I think that, and, you know, pardon me uh, for y'all out there that are listening and stuff like that. When, when, I'm, when I'm hosting my show, when I'm doing my analyst stuff, I, I, I try to put on everybody's hat, right? I try to put on, so in this instance, I'm putting on the, the general manager and the, the head coach and the ownership hat for the San Francisco 49ers. The, uh, the return on the investment of Trey Lance is there's, there's not, it hasn't been resolved yet. Not a chance, there's no data. So I, I suppose if if you feel like you 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 kind of stumbled into uh, Joe Montana with Brock Purdy, then that that's the decision you make. If that's the case, I would have assumed that they would have traded Trey Lance this offseason. You know, they would have done something maybe because of the injury to Brock Purdy, they wanted to cover their bases. I just thought that simply because of everything that they invested, the draft capital, all of it, what Kyle Shanahan said last year going into the season with Trey Lance and how he was going to fit in this offense, that of all things being equal, you have to find that out. I mean, you, you have to. Now, could it be uh, at, a, you know, at, at a deficit to the team? I don't think so. I think the team over, can overcome all that, and ultimately you'll figure out who your starting quarterback is. But I do. I think that Trey Lance has to be the answer uh, going into this season, and you better get your answer. And if you don't, um, then I don't know what – this has all been about. Maybe you're you're holding him back so you can use him as trade bait when Brock Purdy becomes healthy. It's just the ambiguity around the quarterback position for a team that I think is very capable of winning the division by a couple games uh, it, it is amazing. That tells you how well John Lynch has surrounded Kyle Shanahan with so many great players. But yeah, if I was if I was him right now and I was wearing this hat, Trey Lance would be getting the call to start this season. You say ambiguity, and it feels like it might be external ambiguity. Internally, they may already have the pecking order already shored up. And isn't it possible that they've seen enough in practice to have made a determination about Trey Lance? Yes, definitely. Definitely. That's why we're not privy to everything that goes on. That's why I'm sitting, you know, in my studio uh, batting about, you know, who should be like play quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. You know, it's. <laughs> It's uh, it easily could be a, a made decision. It's opportunistic that they are going to play Trey Lance a bunch in the preseason, get some film out there, and utilize that as as uh, momentum for leverage to trade him away and try to get something in return for all that went into um, you know you know getting him to, to San Francisco. I don't know. We we don't know. I haven't had a chance to talk to John Lynch in some uh, you know in a in a few months, so, you know, I can reach back out and I don't know if he's going to tell me anything. He's usually pretty close to the best with that, my old teammate from Tampa Bay, but uh, I, 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 I do think that could be reasonable. I do think they could have seen enough. I've seen enough from Brock Purdy that I know he can be a starting quarterback in this league. So, you know, yeah. it, it, there's, there's, that, there's that slight difference, right, of, of things. There's a reason why they wanted to go for Trey Lance then after Jimmy Garoppolo took him to the Super Bowl. They thought there was just this little, maybe one more inch, that one inch that Al Pacino talks about any given Sunday, right? That one little thing. Does Trey Lance give you that one little thing extra that Brock Purdy does? If that's the case, and if that's what John Lynch feels, and that's what Kyle Shanahan felt like when they moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo, 
then it very well could still be in the same type of mindset if they haven't seen enough in-game in-game data to, to not move up that spot yet. Ryan Leaf with us here on Willard and Dibs. I guess that one inch is what I sort of wonder about because you can't give away games. Like, Ryan, you could speak to this. This would be my question about the idea of, of, of starting Trey Lance. How do you go to that veteran locker room? How do you tell Trent Williams, who might be going into his last year, how do you tell him, hey, uh, we got a little experiment. Yeah, it, it, it could cost us a game or two. Uh, but but we're going to do this to start the year out, and then if it doesn't work out, then then we'll switch to the guy who already showed he can go on a run. I mean, if, if it's already if it's already sold in the, in the locker room, if, they, if that's the belief in the locker room, then it will never come to fruition. It won't. It won't. If that's the belief with the likes of Trent Williams and the, but I don't think that's the case. If they believe that Trent, they believe that Trey Lance them a, 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 a chance to win football games in, in many different and multiple ways, then the team is going to be behind it. I don't may, maybe you guys, because you're so close to it, you've got enough data. I, I've watched every single game he's played. I've seen every single snap that Trey Lance has played. I don't have enough data to, that, that I can make a comprehensive decision that he's not the guy in San Francisco. I mean, the variable of being, um, uh, of being available is a huge variable. One that's a lot, a lot of times not quantifiable because, you know, people, you know, kind of throw that to the out, outside as an outlier and say availability is, is something you can't dictate because injuries, injuries happen. Well, plain and simple, a guy hasn't been available. That's, that's the bottom line. And um, if he is, if he is available, if he's healthy, the belief in him uh, from upstairs all the way down to that locker room, what he's the guy. So if he's not in the minds of players in that locker room, I don't think for one second that Kyle Shanahan trots out Trey Lance to be the starting quarterback if people don't believe it can be true in that locker room. Agreed. And I think if Kyle Shanahan doesn't believe that Trey Lance is the guy, how does that affect Trey Lance's trade value, knowing that Kyle Shanahan is seen as some sort of a QB whisperer around the league? I think it absolutely uh, um, just... You know, throws them under the bus. Now, there's going to be, don't forget, Jerry Jones went out and got me heading into my fourth year, you know, because I was a number two overall pick. There's, there's something to that. There's a, there's, there's an aura that revolves around it. This guy was scouted. This guy was thought of. This guy was thought of so much that San Francisco gave up all of that to move up to number three to take Trey Lance. So there may be an owner out there, a general manager that firmly believes, oh, we get him in here. We can make him a bet. We can make him a franchise quarterback. So all you have to have is, is the belief of one person, right? When it's all said and done, but it will it will do harm. And then ultimately, that team out there that may think that they'll go, well, you know, no one's going to trade for this guy because clearly Kyle Shanahan doesn't think he's got the good to be the starter. So we'll just wait till he's released, you know. And, and then you have to see what what that market looks like, where that player is willing to go when he's a free agent. Um, I, I would I would garner that uh, the third overall pick with really no data other than maybe speculation that Kyle Shanahan, who's been kind of a you know uh, you know a quarterback whisperer for whoever it is, um, you know, and, and wasn't able to figure it out and work it out. I still think he probably have some sort of trade value somewhere. Uh, if that's the case. Ryan, I, I wonder this, just because of what the expectation is when you are the number three pick in the draft, 
in terms of uh, the chances that, that you're going to get. You, you were the number two overall pick in the draft. How would you have felt if a team essentially only gave you four starts and then moved on? How would you feel toward that team? Oh, I feel horrible. I, I feel like they, you know, they did exactly. Well, I, listen, you, you guys know my, my stance around this. There's too much ownership placed on the player who has zero choice in where he's drafted. Zero. When he's drafted or where he's drafted and the expectations that come with that. Uh, you look at the draft this year. Anthony Richardson, I don't believe, you know, I don't believe for, for any reason should have been drafted in the top ten or at least maybe even the first round. The best thing that happened to Will Levis is that he fell out of the first round and went to the second round. He's not going to have to wear that anchor. He's not going to have that those expectations. Trey Lance wears it. Like, clearly, you can look at the San Francisco 49ers and if ownership and John Lynch decide to move off that spot this year, people are going to look at Trey Lance and use the word bust. Look at John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and go, you guys didn't do your job. You guys didn't do your job and scout him right. And they'll go, well, well, we did. We went and scouted Brock Purdy right. You got him in the seventh round at the end. Now, that's I, I love you guys taking credit for that, but you know you took a flyer on the very end. And Brian Greasy really liked him, and that was enough for them to hey, we'll take him on the the final pick of the draft and and and, and bring him into camp and stuff like that. So um, if if it doesn't work out, and if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and ownership have to get rid of him after four starts, they're the ones that are going to have to wear that. That's who should be wearing the ownership of John Lynch is a bust GM. Kyle Shanahan is a bust head coach. They could not figure this out. They did all of those things, and so. You know, maybe I'm just too close to it because of that, uh, because of that ownership of, uh, of mine. But I do think that has to play into this, and he shouldn't have to take the brunt of it because he never got a chance to do it. I would agree with you. I think that Brock Purdy, though, is a great palate cleanser in that they did find a quarterback late in the draft who has been able to come on and do the job and win. But if you were to talk to Trey Lance about that situation, having gone through it yourself, so famously, what words of advice would you give to Trey Lance to help him keep his head up through the adversity? Yeah, it's difficult, it really is, because uh, you you get shown it all the time, right? And you you it's an anchor. You wear it. You do. You you carry it with you because if he goes to another team, and uh, you know, if I was him, you know, I, I he's got a really good sounding board in his own quarterback room right now, and Sam Darnold. Sam's a very intelligent. Um, forward-thinking guy. He is on his third team as the third overall pick. Uh, he's really been in some tough situations um, in New York as well as Carolina. Uh, I thought he has gotten better throughout his career. So I, I think those two together, that might be a really good, really good quarterback room. And then you got Brian Greasy leading the way. You know, I, 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 I don't know if enough people maybe outside of San Francisco was shouting his praises enough with what he did with the quarterback room last year with how it started with Trey Lance, moved on to Jimmy Garoppolo, and then ultimately, you know, the seventh round, last pick in the draft, had to take over a team that was capable of winning the Super Bowl, and there just really wasn't any missteps or hiccups uh, with the transition through quarterback. So, I mean, you're going to have a pretty um, spectacular room there with Brian Greasy leading the way, and, and so I, I think that they could really, you know, utilize one another to be able to relate to one another, to maybe help one another, um, you know, kind of, find that um, you know bit of a bubble you know just just them and 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 relate to one another and use each other as a as a sounding board through this process because 
Um, you know, I just, I don't, I, I can't tell you what, what, where there's a fix to it. When you're going through it, those expectations wear like that anchor at all times. It does. Now, it dissipates sometime when you stop playing, but it's always brought back around around April or so. It does not dissipate when you are on an NFL roster and you continue to wear that anchor. It doesn't, and it's a difficult one to, uh, you know, to tread because people constantly talk about it, and you may as a person tell other people, hey, it doesn't bother me, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it does. You're a human being. You may be a great football player, but you're a human being, and those criticisms, those things, they cut both ways. And so I, I really do think they, they have a really good uh, quarterback room um, with the four of those guys, with the coach Greasy involved, that can make for a very successful season. Ryan, interesting praise of Sam Darnold. Are you buying into this idea that, that the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan will unlock what we have not seen at his previous two stops? Well, I, I thought I saw a little bit of that at Carolina down the stretch. I actually did a, a cut-up on Good Morning Football of him uh, right before they played Tampa Bay, and he you know, had one of the, the worst games of his career where they could have won the division last year. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hit or miss. It's, it's the consistency part, and maybe you get that in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Um, you know, if he's asked to go, if Brock Purdy isn't able to go and they have not seen enough from Trey Lance and they decide to go with Sam Darnold, I think you would be in a – uh, in a healthy position, a veteran quarterback that's got some starts under his belt that's been through some adversity. So I love the pickup. I love the price tag on the pickup when I heard it during the offseason as a free agent. Uh, I spoke with Jordan Palmer a little bit about it, and, and they were happy with it. They were happy with the opportunity because they really think this is the first place he's going to be coached to play the quarterback position incredibly well at the NFL level. And so that's, that's, that's a lot for the player. You know, I think a lot of ownership goes on to the player, especially when you're highly drafted, but you forget about, you know, the, the, the organization that drafted and general manager, head coach, all those guys, none of them are there anymore either. But no one's talking about that. They continue to talk about the guy that didn't work out in New York. So, uh, again, this is, like I said, this, this is, a, a some guys that I think have pretty darn good heads on their shoulders. And uh, um, if he's asked to play, I think he. Uh, hey, I picked I, I picked San Francisco to win the West uh, today on my show, uh, and I picked him to win by a couple games, and I picked him to win uh, hit their over on win total. I think it was ten and a half. Hmm. And I picked them to hit the over on that, even with the ambiguity in my eyes at the quarterback position. Uh, Ryan, great stuff, man. Thank you so much for hopping on for a few. You bet. You guys have a great night. And, uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the season. Yeah, here we go. Nice. Here we go. Yeah, Got thanks, one basketball man. series left and then a lazy summer, and here we go. Yep. Uh, Ryan Leaf with us here on Willard and Dibs.